Welcome, and thank you for listening to the Miami Vineyard Podcast. We hope this message encourages you, breathes life into you, and helps you experience God's love. Enjoy the message. Hey, Miami Vineyard, so good to be with you. So good to be with those of you joining us online today. Hey, can we make some noise? Let's welcome in our online Vineyard family. Wherever you're joining us from, watching us from, thanks. We love you. Thanks for being with us. So my name is Kevin. I'm one of the pastors. And uh, happy Super Bowl weekend, everybody. Big weekend here in our country and uh, celebrating. I see so many of you wearing your sports jerseys. I love it. Sports shirts, I love it. I got my jersey on today. But my jersey is a little more spiritual than yours. Let me tell you why. Look at the name on the back. Love. I got a spiritual word in the back of mine. So, so this is, I'm, I'm just curious. I'm just curious about the big game today. See who you're cheering for. How many, how many people are cheering for the Kansas City Chiefs? Any takers on the Kansas City Chiefs? How many people cheering for the San Francisco 49ers? Wow. How many of you couldn't care less who wins that game? <laughs> you win. Yeah, 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 you win. How many of you, how many of you are, are looking forward to the halftime show with Usher? Anybody? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I love it. I love it. I love it. So Super Bowl weekend in this country is a huge weekend. Billions of dollars are spent on the Super Bowl. By the way, do you know the average price of a Super Bowl ticket this year? Average price. Average price for a Super Bowl ticket this year. One ticket, $10,000. One ticket, $10,000. That's a 70% increase from the last year. 70%. But it's not just Super Bowl tickets that are crazy priced. I mean, we all know that prices are going up, right? Cost of rent, groceries, food, formula, fast food, it's not easy. That's why here at the Vineyard, we are currently in the middle of a series called Freed Up, because we don't want you to be stressed out financially, and God doesn't want you to be stressed out financially. I want you to hear that. Don't miss this. God, who loves you, who cares for you, He does not want you to be stressed out financially. He wants you to be freed up with your life and with your resources so you can have some margin, so you can have some freedom. That's God's heart, and that's God's desire for you. And I said this last weekend, that I believe this series, combined with a class we're going to be doing on a Wednesday night, which I'll tell you about in a minute, called Freed Up, I believe this series in this class has the power and the potential in your life to literally change your life. I really do. I really do. I'll tell you more about that in a minute. So last weekend, we kicked off the series, and I floated an idea to you last weekend. That this idea that less is more. And last weekend, I, I just gave you one Bible verse. Normally, I, I, we, we, normally we talk through a passage in the Bible or we, we look at verses. But, but last weekend, I gave you one Bible verse because less is more. And here it is. It was Ecclesiastes 4.6. And it went like this. Better it, one handful with what? With tranquility than two handfuls with what? With toil and chasing after the wind. What the saying is this, look, look, we can have both hands full of stuff, but Solomon, who wrote that verse, said, look, better is one handful with tranquility, with peace, tranquilidad, tranquilo. <laughs> better, one hand, better one handful with peace than having both hands full with toil and stress and strife and trying to pay all the bills and trying to make it all happen. Better is one handful than two handfuls. And we talked about this last week, and we talked about this, this 
insatiable desire we have for, for chasing after and getting more. And, 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 and I, I quoted another verse to you that wasn't actually just, it was an extra, extra last week, but, but the Bible says in Proverbs that, that human desires are like the world of the dead. There's always room for more. And so we talked about this. We talked about this last week. And by the way, if you missed last weekend, you've got to go back and watch last weekend's message on YouTube or on our Miami Vineyard website. You've got to get last week's message because it kicked off last weekend. So today, today, we're in part two of our series. I want to start with a question. How many of you know that financial stress is no fun? Yeah, no fun at all. In fact, in my 31 years of being pastor of this church, 31 years, just for the record. I started when I was four. Okay, just for the record. I've, in all my 31 years of pastoring, I've never heard anybody say this. You know, Pastor Kevin, these credit card bill payments I have, they bring me so much peace. <laughs> Pastor Kevin, just as I see the total rising, it's like brings me closer to God. No one says that. Okay, no, I've never heard anybody say that. But here's what I have heard people say. I've had people say this. They go, man, Pastor Kevin, I just, I want to give more. I do. I, 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 I want to be more generous, but I'm just, I'm just not able. <sighs> Pastor Kevin, man, I wish we didn't have so many fights at our house about money. And then this one, Pastor Kevin, if I could go back in time and make some different decisions financially, man. Life would be so much better. That's what I have. Now, why is that? Why is that? Because for so many of us, if we think about it, we wrestle with this because nobody ever taught us how to handle our money. Nobody. I mean, think about it. Where do you ever get a class or a teaching or anything about how to handle your money? High schools don't do it. Colleges don't do it. Even if you get a business degree in college, yeah, you're taking economics and business law and marketing and statistics and all these things, but very rarely is there a class on personal finance. And so we just, we, we, we get lost in this whole thing. And so what do we do? Maybe we pick up some things from TikTok. Maybe we pick up some things from a family member or a, a friend. And, uh, but you know what? For most of us, when it comes to finances, we learn it the hard way. And for a lot of us, we learn the hard way because somebody offered us a credit card while we were in college. I still remember. I'll never forget the day. It was between my junior and senior year of college. I was back home at my house and growing up in Green Bay, Wisconsin. That's why I got the jersey. I was, I was, I was, I was, it's summertime. I remember there's a farmhouse. And so farmhouses have a long driveway out to the, get the mail. And it was my, my turn in the morning to walk out to the end of the driveway, get the mail, bring it back in. And in the mail that day was an envelope with my name on it. And inside, the, inside that envelope was a gold plastic credit card with my name etched into it from Associates National Bank. And I look at the letter with a $2,000 credit limit. I was a college student, I had no money. Listen, $2,000, I realize today it doesn't buy you lunch, but back in that day, that was a lot of money. And I sat there on the steps. I, still, I can remember the day, I can remember the smell in the air, I can remember everything about the day because I got a credit card with my name on it and I sat there on the steps of my front porch of that farmhouse and I said, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> I remember, I'll never forget the day. And my mom was inside the house watching me sitting down in the front, stairs, front steps of the porch looking at this gold credit card that came in the middle with my name on it. 
And my mom and my dad, fortunately for me, they were, they were good with their resources and good with their money. And so my mom came out right then and she, she started just having a little conversation with me about credit cards, about the minimum payment, about stacking it, about you know, accumulating, all these kinds of things. And I thank God. And, and, and my mom and my dad, those two gringo parents right there on the front porch told me these words, con mucho cuidado. They really didn't, but they said, be careful. They said, be careful, be careful, be careful. And so, but for many of us, right, trying to understand this stuff, it's like trying to figure out taxes. It's like, I, I, what? They shouldn't be so hard. And so, so a lot of us, what we do when it comes to this money thing, and then we get behind, and then, oh, man, so many people, we just, we stick our head in the sand, and we just, and we just hope it goes away. But we know it's not going away. We know that. And so, so many of us, we feel helpless and hopeless when it comes to this. Today, you've come to the right place because today, I want to breathe some hope into your life when it comes to finances because God has some things to say about this. So, I'd love for you to do something with me. I'd love for you to locate some message notes. Message notes are all virtual. You can find them in a Miami Vineyard app. So if you go to your app store, just search Miami Vineyard, you can find our app. Or if you're in the room today, you can scan this QR code there in the seat back in front of you. Scan this QR code. It's a free download. Uh, you can download the app. Once you get the app downloaded, tap on This Weekend Message Notes. This Weekend Message Notes. They're both in English and Espanol. Or if you want a hard copy of the notes, you can get one of these at the back tables. You can go get one right now. And anytime when you walk in, they'll be there as well. Help you track me today. So what I want to do today is I want to give you three prayers to pray when it comes to this area. They're all from the Bible, and you can be, here, here's, what, here's, here's what you can bank on. You can bank on that God's going to answer these prayers, because God encourages us to pray prayers like this. So here we go. If you're taking notes, I'm going to give you three prayers. Three prayers when it comes to relieving financial stress. Ready? Here we go. Here's the first prayer. If you're taking notes, God, give me self-control. I want us to say that out loud together. Ready? Ready? Here we go. Out loud. Ready? God, give me self-control. Okay, now I want you to say it again with a smile on your face. Okay, here we go. Ready? God, give me self-control. God, God, give me self-control. Because look, look, look what the Bible says. Like a city whose walls are broken down is a person who lacks what? Yeah. What he's saying here, look, look, if you have a city and there's no protective wall around it, it's just open to attack from anybody. It, it, you're massively and completely vulnerable to the enemy, to attacks from people, from stuff. And so the Bible's saying, that's us. That's us. If we don't, if we don't have self-control, we're just open to all of this stuff. And see, the problem with us, as a, here's the problem with us. <laughs> Inside each of us is a two-year-old. That, that it, we, we've all seen him at the grocery store line, right? You're checking out, and the, the two-year-old wants a piece of candy or wants a toy, and they're not getting it, and what do they do? Yeah, they cry, they throw a fit. You know that. You know that two-year-old. Some of you are going, I got that two-year-old. Okay, I get it, I get it. I got that two-year-old. But so, listen, so here's us. There's a two-year-old inside each of us, and here's, here's the deal with us. With us, we don't have to worry about throwing a fit anymore. We just get it. We don't got to throw, we don't got to, we don't got to, we, we don't even have to go to the store because the store comes to us right here on these little devices we hold in our hand. 
Stores come right to us. Amazon comes right to you. Target comes right to you. Walmart comes right to you. Macy's comes right to you. What I leave out? Petco comes right to you. But who would have pets anyway? But anyway, they come. All these places come right to you. You don't even got to do anything anymore. And we, we can get whatever we want whenever we want it. And then don't think for a minute that advertisers don't know this. Because you, 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 you well, listen, you, you know, on your phone, you, just, you don't even buy something. You just search for something. And you search for something, and what happens? Your inbox is flooded with ads, and your, your, your social media feeds are flooded with ads from this place. All you did was search for it. And, 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 and advertisers know how to get us. They float this four-letter word out there that gets us every time. Anybody know what that four-letter word is? Oh, you do know the word. Sale. But it's on sale. Look how much money I'm saving. It's on sale. Right? Buy one, get the second one for 50% off. But you didn't need the second one. But it's on sale. Look how much money I saved. Listen, unless they put money in your account, you didn't save anything. You spent. And they get us every single time. They get us every single time. This, this whole idea, this whole idea. They, and they get us, and they get us. And, 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 and so... What happens is it's, 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 it's not, and, and I realize when I'm, who I'm talking to right now, I realize it's nobody in this room who can relate to this stuff. This is for all the people in the other two services. Okay, I get it, I get it, I get it. Nobody here, nobody here. But what happens is, listen, it's not, it's not one little item that gets you, right? It's not one. It's the fact that you get the second and the third and the fourth and the fifth. And listen, it doesn't take very long for these things to add up and get you into the thousands. Now, I'm not going to ask for a show of hands on this one. But I wonder how many of you have ever ordered stuff from Amazon, and a couple days later the box comes, and you forget what you ordered? <laughs> like I said, nobody in this service. So the other two services, okay, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. And, and look, and sometimes, so, 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 so for some of you, it's, it's the little things that add up into the thousands. For others, others it, may be, it may be like, you know, it's a bigger purchase. Like you go to, you go to rooms to go, right? Maybe you get, some, you get some living room furniture, maybe some dining room furniture, and they, and they get you because no payments until Jesus returns. <laughs> Listen, if they offer you that deal, take it, because once Jesus comes back, it's not going to matter, baby. It's not going to matter. But... They say, okay, no payments until 2025, right? And no interest. So what they get you thinking is, all right, all right, what they get us thinking is, all right, we're going to save up money, and then when it comes due, I'll save up enough money and pay it off. But they know that no one ever does that. That's why they offer the deal. And then they slap you with interest, and it's just this, this huge payment coming at you. So, now listen, we've all been there. We've all been there. We all got the t-shirt. We know what this feels like. So prayer number one, when it comes to relieving financial stress, God, give me self-control. How would our lives be different if we prayed that prayer every morning when we wake up? God, 
give me self-control. Not just in finances, but, with, but in life, right? Give me self-control with my relationships. Give me self-control with my habits. Give me self-control. God, give me self-control. What a God-honoring prayer this would be. God, give me self-control. That's the first prayer. Let me give you the second prayer. Ready? Here we go. Three prayers. Three prayers are going to help us in this, this financial world. Here's the second prayer. Prayer number two. God, give me wisdom. God, help me understand that more isn't always better. That we, we, we talked about this last week, right? That more... More just brings additional stress and additional strife and additional pressure. And, 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 and now i got to pay for all that stuff. So, so God, give me understanding. So let me share with you, if I can, a little bit of my wife, Pastor Debbie's, and my personal story. Let me share a little bit with you, if I can. So for my wife, Pastor Debbie, and I, we were, we were, we were blessed in this way. We were both raised in homes, separate homes, but we were raised in homes where both sets of parents handled money well, which I know is rare, but we were blessed that way. Both sets of parents handled money well, they, and they both sets of parents taught us, taught us, listen, you got to handle money well. They taught us you can't get into debt because once you get into debt, it's so hard to get out of debt, and they, they taught us this, and so, so we came together, we got married, and we, we realized that, that, that we don't want to do that. We don't, we don't want to get into debt, and so, so I had a career here in Miami-Dade County. I was a school teacher here in Miami-Dade County, and then I had a career change where I became lead pastor of this church, and I took a 50% pay cut from being a teacher to becoming the lead pastor back in the day. Now, you know teachers don't make a lot already. 50% pay cut. We had a second child on the way, and then child number three came along, child number four came along, child number five came along. I don't know how that happened. That's another story for another day. I don't know how that happens. But anyway, we... My wife and I, we have been asked, if I had a dollar for every time if somebody asked us this question, 40s, a 40-year-old, a 30-year-old, a 20-year-old in that, that age range, Pastor Kevin, how did you guys do it? Five kids on the little bit of salary you had, how did you guys do it? That's a great question. Now, let me, before I answer, I want to just preface this, that this was back in the 90s, so a little different world than we live in today, but I just want to preface that, but let me just say, we made... My wife, Debbie, and I, we made three wise choices that I want to just throw out to you right now. They're not on your notes. I just, I just want to throw the three wise choices we made. Here's choice number one. And I want, to, I want to invite you. I'm going to invite you to make these same choices. Here's choice number one. We said this together. Even though we're not making much money, we're going to make sure that God gets his first with the tithe. That no matter what came in, we're going to make sure that 10% of that goes back to God. That's honoring God with the tithe, the first 10%. 10% is not $10. 10% is 10%. So if you, if you, if you earn $1,000, $100 goes back to God. If you earn $2,000, $200 goes back to God. And even though we didn't have much coming in, we said, we said, God, we are going to honor you with the first 10% because the Bible says when we honor God with that first part, God takes care of the rest. And I want, to, I want to invite you, I want to invite you into this. And so we did that. Was it always easy? No, it wasn't always easy. But we said, we said, we are going to trust God in all of our life, including our finances. So we're going to trust God in this way. So from the day we got married, we made that decision together, the commitment together, we're going to trust God with that first 10%. And we did, we did. And for 37 years of marriage now, God has been faithful. He's been faithful. So the first choice we made together. Here's the second choice we made together. 
Before I, and before I give you the second choice, I just want to say this. Together, 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 if you're married here today, I want to encourage you, please don't keep one of your partners in the dark about your money, about the finances. This is a together thing. It always blows my mind that people will give each other their body, but they won't let them know their financial situation. It blows my mind. We can have sex. Oh, don't do share money. Oh, mm, we don't do that. Nope. We just share bodies. We don't share money. Nope. It blows my mind. Listen, when you get married, you become one. And if you want to become one, becoming one becomes one in every way, including your finances. And I want to encourage you, if you want your marriage to go the distance and you want your marriage to be healthy, I want to invite you, I want to invite you, please bring the other person into your financial world and make financial decisions together. Together, together, together. So first choice we made, first choice we made, we said, no matter, God, you're going to get yours first. 10% goes back to God. Here's the second choice we made together. We said this, that we would always pay off our credit cards every month. And if that credit card didn't get paid off, we wouldn't spend any more money until that credit card was paid off. And we made that decision, and we stuck to that decision. We weren't going to give credit card companies any revenue off of us. They can make it off somebody else, but they ain't going to make it off of us. And so for our lives, for our entire lives, we've always paid off our credit cards every month. I'm not against credit cards. There's some, there's some financial planners say, don't ever have a credit card. I'm not against a credit card. I'm against a credit card having you. But not against us having a credit card. See, credit cards have us when they get us sacked with all these monthly payments. By the way, today there's a debit card that works great because you can't overspend the debit card. But so we made that decision. We made that decision. So one, God's going to get his first. Two, we are not going to get any credit card debt. And here's decision number three. Because I have five kids. We got five kids. I want my kids to have a great life and, and, and enjoy life and have a great childhood and a great, great deal. But we didn't have a lot of resources. So here was my decision number three. Here's my decision. I ask myself this all the time. How can I have my kids have the most fun for free? Every time I ask myself the question, free is my favorite word. How can my kids have the most fun for free? When you have that question on the forefront of your mind, you become really creative. Really creative. Because when you don't have that question, you say, well, we can go here and spend this. We can go here and spend this. I'm going, no, how can we not go anywhere and not spend a thing? And so, five kids. And it wasn't a huge house, a very modest home. And so, but, but we do. how can I have the most fun for free? And listen, you can get really creative. And I'm telling you, my kids are all grown now. My youngest is 25, my oldest is 32. You, you, you can line them up here across the stage and they'll all, come, they'll all come to you right now and go. And they would tell you, man, we had the best childhood. We had the best childhood. So what, so what kind of stuff? Okay, we didn't have a pool. We don't have a pool now. We still don't have a pool. But you know what we had? We had a hose. <laughs> you think I'm joking? I ain't joking. I, I, I could, I, I don't know. I got to write a blog sometime on all the games you can play with a hose. We, 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 just, we just had so much fun. We have a trampoline in our backyard. Oh, the trampoline is so much fun. And our kids had so much fun on that trampoline. We played kickball in the front yards. All the neighbors came because our football games, our kickball games were epic. They were epic. The church blessed us with a, with a very nice swing set, and so we had a swing set in the backyard. It was, it was fantastic. Do you, know, do you know, 
We raised five kids here in Miami. And do you know we went to Disney one time? And that was for free because we had passes. You're going Pastor Kevin. <laughs> you ripped off your kids? <laughs> Pastor Kevin, your kids are in therapy now. No, they're not. They're well-adjusted adults living life, enjoying life. Listen, 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 listen. You don't have to spend a lot of money to have your kids have a fantastic childhood. And by the way, come on, somebody. Come on, come on, come on. And by the way, by the way, by the way, do your kids get everything they want? I hope not. I hope they don't because they're going to be spoiled, rotten brats. Come on, somebody. All the kids in here are going, Mom and Dad, don't listen to that. Beep! Listen, God, doesn't, God does not say, I'm going to give you all your greeds. God says, I'm going to give you all your needs. And as parents, they're supposed to reflect the image of God. So God says, look, I'm going to provide your needs. No, you're going to get, God's, I'm going to bless you, I'm going to bless you, I'm going to bless you. But God always gives us everything we need. Now, now do I wish, do I wish, you know, that we had a little more expendable income? Yes, I do. But my kids, my kids, had, they had a blast, and God always provided, always provided. So let me circle back to something I said about, in number two, I said, I said about a credit card. Let me circle back to a credit card for just a minute. Just credit card for just a minute. So do you, anybody want to guess what the average household credit card debt is? Anybody? The average household credit card debt. You ready? $16,000. Okay, that's the average credit card debt. Monthly payment on that? Let's just say it's $250. Okay, that's your monthly payment. All right? Do you know how long it's going to take you? If you pay, you don't, you, you spend no more money. So this, this you, don't, you don't add to this. But every month you pay $250, $250, $250, $250. Every month you pay $250. Do you know how long it's going to take you to pay off that, this $16,000? 40 years. Because of interest. 40 years. And do you know how much you're going to end up paying? Because so little goes against this and so much goes to interest. Do you know how much you're going to end up paying? Ready? I'm going to blow your mind. You ready? Here we go. $121,000. All those little goodies from Amazon. You racked up 16 grand in credit card bills. If you only pay the minimum payment, you're going to pay it for 40 years and you're going to pay $121,000. 105000 is just interest. That's how much it's going to cost you. Hello. So, but, but, let me offer you another option. How about this? How about, how about we don't rack up any credit card bills? And how about instead we take the same 250 right, and we invest it. We invest it in a, in a mutual funds, stock market, and by the way, by the way, stock market now, they, they, they return 10... It's not, it's not unusual to get 10% return over 40 years. So every month, every month, okay, 
You, every month, you add 250. So you start with nothing, but you put 250, 250, 250. Instead of giving 250 to the credit card companies, you're going to give 250 to where you want it to go. 250, 250, 250 every month. 250 every month. 250, 250. You're going to do this for 40 years. If you would invest $250, instead of getting the credit card, you invest $250 for 40 years. You know how much money you're going to have to have for 40 years? I'm going to blow your mind. After 40 years, you are going to have $1.6 million after 40 years if you invest $250 every month. Okay, take a breath. <laughs> because you're going right now, Pastor Kevin, I am here. And I'd love to be here. Okay. You may not have 40 years left of earning power to get here. But you know who does? Your kids do. Your grandkids do. And they can get there. They can get there. They can get there. So, leads me to number three, right? I said three prayers, right? God, give me self-control. God, give me wisdom. And here's number three. God, give me a plan. God, give me a plan. Look at Proverbs 21.5. The plans of the diligent lead to profit as surely as haste leads to poverty. Haste, haste, haste. Did you see that word haste right there? Haste in the original language of the Bible, the Hebrew language of the Bible, means, means I felt sad, so I went shopping. No, I'm just kidding. It doesn't mean I just made that up. Now, look, look, look. You can wander into debt, but nobody wanders out of debt. You can wander into debt, but you don't wander out of debt. That's why, that's why I want to invite you to this class we're offering on Wednesday night, starting in 10 days, called Freed Up. It's a seven-week class. It's a free class. We're going to give you free childcare and take care of your kids. It's a free class. But Freed Up is a video-driven class. One of our staff members is going to be there to help with this. But, but it's, 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 it's powerful to help us learn how. Pastor Kevin, this is like, you can understand money. They're going to help you understand money. They're going to help you understand the power of money. They're going to help you understand all these kinds of things. I highly recommend this class. It's never too late. By the way, it's never too late to get started on this. Never too late, never too late, never too late. So let me wrap. And by the way, you can sign up for that class right now. You can sign up today on the app, on the front page of the app. Just check Freed Up, and you can sign up for the class right now, right here, today. So let me wrap this up. As I said in the beginning, God does not want you stressed out about finances. Your life is too valuable. Your calling too great. And your God is too good to have our whole life just under the, under the weight of finances. Your calling is too great. Your God is too good. Your life is too important because God has a better plan. Now, part three of this series is next weekend. You gotta come back next weekend as we continue to talk about God's plan for handling all this. So would you pray with me? Would you pray with me here today? So as your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed, just a simple way of connecting with God right now. Both online, at home, where you've been be in the room today. God, we thank you for your heart in this, God, that you, God, that you. You want us to be free, set free from, from financial stress more than we do. Thank you, God, for that. God, and thank you for teaching us that when, God, there's so many 
examples in the Bible, instructions in the Bible regarding this. God, thank you. Thank you, God, that when we give to you first, God, you make promises to us that you're going to take care of us and you're going to bless us. God, thank you for that. So God, God, would you, God, would you, God, would you help us to have self-control? God, that first prayer, God, would you help us to have self-control? God, would you give us wisdom? And then God, with the plan, God, that we would wake up every morning and say, God, give me self-control. God, give me self-control. God, give me wisdom. Because God, we want to do this your way. And so I just, to some of you right now, I just speak peace to you. I speak hope to you. Because some of you are thinking right now, you know, Pastor Kevin, this is all great, but my, my financial situation is hopeless. And I just speak to you right now in the name of Jesus. I speak life to you. And I speak hope to you. That with God, all things are possible. And I pray, God, that you would begin today, God, to begin to do miracles in people's lives when it comes to finances. That when we honor you, when we honor you, all bets are off, and you do things supernaturally that only you can do. So God, I invite your supernatural power and presence into our lives. And I pray all these things today in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining in today. If you enjoyed this podcast, we'd love for you to leave a review, subscribe to this channel, and share with a friend. We'd also love the chance to connect with you. You can text the word NEW to 786-705-8930. Again, that's NEW to 786-705-8930. And we'll give you some next steps with how to plug in and get connected here at Miami Vineyard. We hope you have an amazing week. And thanks again for listening.